Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash talkdirection. They have over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast, where we talk about everything One Direction, from news to album updates to the weird thing Harry did on stage the other night. Talk Direction, by the fans, for the fans. Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast. I'm Kara. And I'm Caitlin. And this is our 70th episode of Talk Direction. Um, and I'm hosting again uh, for the first time in a while, which is Yay! pretty exciting. Um, but um, in less exciting news, my fall break is over, but Caitlin's Aww. is just beginning, so that's good. Yeah, it um, is very good. Are you home now? Are you done with everything? Like, what's up? Nope. Oh, <laughs> still no, at school. I still have a paper due tonight. Oh, God. Um, so this is just like a break in my little working uh, day. Oh, man. So I have to get back to paper writing after this. It's going to be like, it's, we have to write a manifesto. So like a manifesto being like a list of demands that you're making to like whoever. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I'm doing mine sort of in poetry form. So like, it's not too rough, but it does mean I have to like be creative by today, you know, and like I hadn't started it until today. So it's a lot of pressure. Um, I'm trying to pull from, like, poetry that I've already written yeah. and just sort of, like, tweak it to fit, which is bad, but, like, I mean, you I know, love when that do. happens. Like, man, that's yeah. just always so nice when you can just, yeah. like, plagiarize yourself. Although you can't do that. <laughs> as long as you, like, take snippets of it, but you can't just, like, submit a paper that you've done for a different right. class. So, right. yeah. So, yeah, doing that. And yeah. then I think tomorrow... I'm gonna go home and then perhaps drive to Boston. I know we haven't really talked about it, <laughs> um, but I don't know what the plan is with you. We don't have to discuss this over the podcast because I'm sure listeners don't care as much. Yeah. Um, we'll but, talk after. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, do you have any other plans? Because you have a whole week off, right? Um, yeah, I have a whole week. Um, my only plan was to go see you in Boston and then chill at home, work on talk direction stuff. I, like, really want to, like, revamp some things. Mm -hmm, Same. And then, hmm, I have to be back on Saturday because I volunteer at my school, so then I probably won't go, I won't, like, just come back and then go. I'll probably come back next weekend to school and Mm -hmm. then just stay here. That's fair. Um, but so over my fall break... Um, I kind of just hung out and chilled, um, and I was talking about last week, um, how I wanted to ask my dad for, like, recommendations of, like, older music, like, 60s and 70s, mm-hmm. um, and I was thinking that he was going to give me, like, you know, kind of a shorter list so I could feel less overwhelmed by, like, the amount of music that's out there, but once he got started, he literally gave me, I think, like, maybe 70 bands, and I was like, oh, but do you want to give me, like, some of the albums to like listen to like from each one he's just like just start with the earlier stuff and just go work your way up I'm just like dad oh there's so God. much to-. but I like should have known better because he um is a huge music buff like he mm-hmm. is really into music and he has like so many um cds like just like not maybe I guess like trunk loads just like a bunch of like shelves and drawers and stuff of it um which is mm-hmm. cool um and like he likes 
every type of music, honestly. I just remember, like, one time um, during my brother's, like, confirmation party um, uh, when he was in high school, uh, my dad was like, oh, let's set the mood. And then he puts on, like, Gregorian monk chants. <laughs> like, because <laughs> confirmation is, like, a Catholic oh thing. So he's like, it's Catholic sing- thing. It's not saying. So he, like, put on some monk chants. I'm like, dad, what the heck? Why do you have a CD of this? <laughs> like, um, But I got some good recommendations, and I'm going to recommend one of my favorite ones that I've been listening to. Um at the end of the podcast, but um, also we had an extra CD of Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon, and he gave it to me, which was really special, because I feel like I don't, like, own any CDs anymore, really, mm-hmm. um, so there's something, like, really cool about like, having the physical copy of it, and, like, I already really like that album, so being also just, like, have a tangible thing is, like, really cool, and just, like, having to, like, you know, like, put it on, and then it makes you, like, want to listen to the entire thing through, and it's not as, like, you can't just, like, skip it, like, you're on, like, you know, Spotify or something, because I mm-hmm. feel like you kind of feel more connected to it, like, more grounded, I guess, and, like, just want to listen to it all the way through, and I was listening to it um, in the car ride, when me and my mom were just, like, um, driving around, like, looking at, like, the foliage and, like, the leaves changing and stuff. And she, like, doesn't Aww. really like music that much. So, like, uh-huh. but it was nice of her to let me play that. <laughs> it's so weird because they're on polar opposites. Like, my mom, mm-hmm. like, lets, like, only lets me have the car radio on, like, literally, like, volume seven or eight. Um uh. I hate that I when know. people want I, the music off. I'm like, stop it, okay? Music is everything. It needs to be playing, like, every time I do anything. I know. I just, like, I. it's so weird because there was literally opposites because my dad listens to music at, like, an ungodly, like, demonic howl, like, which is, like, more my vibe because he, like, just, you can hear his music from, like, if he's listening into the car, like, you can hear it from, like, upstairs in my room. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know. So, yeah, I just think it's cool and I've been really... I don't know. It's cool to like go back and listen to things that are like really formative music wise and kind of see Mm -hmm. that a lot of artists like today are like inspired by them. And they like, you know, they mention them all the time, but like, I feel like I don't really, I don't have that like platform or like for like foundation to like spring off of. And I think that's like kind of a really useful thing, especially with this podcast to like know like the basis, Mm -hmm. like the basis of like where they're coming from. Yeah, I know. I've honestly been listening to a lot of old music too, and it's been so cool. Yeah. Um, I forget what I said on the podcast, like, last week, but I've been listening to, um, like, I list, I haven't listened to the full Dark Side of the Moon all the way through, but I was listening to that in my car, mm-hmm. um, and what was the artist that I told you, the woman? Patsy Klein. Yeah, Patsy Klein. I've been listening to her, um, and it's just been really cool, and I know my parents have, like, a ton of records, too, and I think we have a record player somewhere, so, like, maybe over October break, I'll get that out and listen to it on Beautiful. the record player. Yeah. Um because that's cool yeah definitely um and um in other news I guess sort of um I kind of um was thinking it'd be cool to do a thing called a listener spotlight so I made a graphic up last week um and posted it on Twitter and Instagram and I think Tumblr maybe I'm not sure but basically what it is um is just like a like four question survey I guess sort of um and I don't know. I think that, like, both me and Caitlin want to know our listeners better, and I feel like, um, Mm -hmm. you know, we want our listeners to get to know each other better. And I remember, uh, I think back in the summer, our listener Mandy suggested something like this, and I thought it was a really cool idea, but I never, like, put it into action. We never put it into action. Um, So, you know, um, I think we're going to read, like, one or two a week just to, like, you know, put our listener in the spotlight, and they're, like, four One One Direction-related questions and I think it's an interesting thing to like hear everyone's you know 
stories about One Direction relating to their lives. Um, and the four questions that like we have on this one, I think we'll probably make new ones later on down the line. But for this one, we have your name and like where you're from, what country you're from, how slash when did you get into 1D, 1D thing you're most excited for, and favorite 1D moment. Um, and for this one, do you want to go like back and forth with like reading out the questions or like reading out the answers? Uh, sure. (laughs) Um, wait, reading, like, I'm reading this whole one? No. Is this two peoples? No, it's one. So I meant, like, every, like, uh, paragraph. Oh, every paragraph. Okay. This is from Mimi, um, on Tumblr, Mm -hmm. and they said, Hey, girls, so my name is Mimi, and I'm from Australia. I've never really figured out when I strictly started getting into the boys, but I remember my first sighting was an ice cream place. I remember What Makes You Beautiful being played on a big screen as it had recently been released. My brother looked over to me and said, You like them, don't you? I denied it because, one, genuinely I hadn't heard of them or their music, and two, because I didn't want to fall into the trap of becoming one of those cliched teenage fangirls. Let's just say, about six months later, I had their album. In about 2013, I stopped listening to their music. Why did you do that, Mimi? <laughs> and I only started becoming a real fan again last year. I'm also not ashamed to say that I have a fan account on Instagram. Haha. Nice. Uh, um, yeah, I really like that. I found it so interesting because, like, a couple of the ones that I read that we got, yeah. people, like, were fans and then sort of, like, stopping fans and then started again, which is, like, such oh, a different yeah. experience. That is um, interesting. But I think that's so interesting. Yeah. Um, and then the thing that they're most excited for... Um, They said, I'm definitely most excited about Dunkirk, who is an Amorite, as I feel like this is a big step for Harry, um, forward for Harry. I think what makes it most more exciting is the fact that it's not music related coming from boy band. Yeah, definitely agree. Mm -hmm. Uh, The next one is for my favorite 1D moment. How could you ask me that question? There have been so many incredible moments with, while the boys have been with us. I would say the best moment for me was the iconic Harry fall, <laughs> where he slipped on stage and managed to create one of the best memes of all time. So true. Anyway, that's all for me. Sorry for the long explanations. Bye! <laughs> X. <laughs> um, uh, I love that fall. I need to like, go watch that. The one where he, they do it on Ellen is the best, because all the boys are laughing at oh Harry. Oh my god, who I doesn't know. want that? Um, I think um, either my friend was there for that concert or someone wrote in and told us that um, you could, like, hear the thump on stage, like, oh all around God. the stadium. <laughs> that is so <laughs> funny. Like, the fall heard around the world. Oh, like, my God. Imagine if he fell when he was, like, doing a solo concert. That would be even oh worse for him. <laughs> God. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a chance of it. He's quite... Yes. Um, he needs to keep baby. up his funky moves for sure. Oh, absolutely. So. I couldn't imagine Harry just standing in one place, like not moving for a concert. Mm-hmm. Like that's just like mm-hmm. his essence. Yeah. Um, so that was fun. I loved hearing every, like their, you know, uh, 1D jer- journey, if you will. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to like read some more because we've actually gotten a lot so far. And it's I really know. Exciting. I love I feel it. Like, um, oh, some of them have been from people who have never written in before. So this is a good mm-hmm. chance if you have never written in. Um, you know, to write into us so we get to know you and our listeners get to know you because, you know, we're just yeah, a Yeah, and we form a community. little Talk Direction community. Heck yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so now into news. We actually have a pretty exciting um, conglomeration of news today. Um, yes. Just to start off with Zane, um, Zane's actually doing, like, he's full speeding ahead into fashion. Um, Versace announced that they're collaborating with Zane. Um, versus, versus, uh, t- 
time Zane. I don't really know how to pronounce it. I think it's Versus, actually. Um, mm-hmm. And Versus is a diffusion line of Versace. And I feel like this is so, like, high fashion that I just, like, don't even know what that means. <laughs> so I, like, looked it up to give you actual, like, information for once in our lives. Um, and a diffusion line is also known as a bridge line or a secondary line of merchandise created by a high-end fashion house or fashion designer that retails at lower costs. Now, I don't know how, like, much lower cost this is going to be because this is Versace, mm-hmm. so it's, like, really high-end and really expensive. But, I mean, I guess it's kind of good that he's going for, like, the lower, like, the lower end cost, but I'm sure that mm-hmm. it's still, like, more expensive than I'll be able to, to ever, like, see in my wildest yeah. dreams. Um, and this um, collection will debu- debut in May 2017, so it's kind of far away, but I'm sure... Wow, that is some... far away. Yeah, wait, I just, like, thought of that. That is kind of... Really we could have Niall's album by then. Oh my god, hopefully, yeah. I know. Uh. Um, and also he's going to be the face of the brand starting in 2017, um, and that's going to debut in February, so that's pretty exciting. I, I mean, he's going to be, like, you know, modeling for the campaigns and stuff, and I feel like uh, modeling something he's good at. He has the face mm-hmm. for it, you know, um, and it doesn't require him to do, like, perform on stage, so I feel like that's probably nice. Um, what do you yeah, think I feel this like this is? is somewhere that's, like... a a safe sort of comfortable zone for Mm -hmm. him um because he is still working through anxiety as he said um so you know this is a this is something he can do where he like really enjoys it and likes fashion and can be creative but just in a different way yeah definitely and it's like really cool because like Versace is like a really well-known and respected Mm -hmm. brand so like that's really cool for him to like be collaborating with them yeah, and I saw there was a picture of him with Donatella Versace, mm-hmm. is that her name? Mm-hmm. On Instagram, I think. So, very yeah. cool. Yep. Um, and also, um, a excerpt from Zane's autobiography, which is being released November 1st, which I totally forgot about until... Like, I know! Yeah, that's such a big yeah. thing. There's so many things coming up in November. I'm so excited. Really? Wait, what? There's, like, there's this book, yeah. then... Uh, on, like, the 12th, we're seeing Troy C. Vaughn. Yes, okay, that's what I was then thinking. Then the weekend after that is Fantastic Beasts. Oh, uh, oh my God, I and, didn't it was so soon, jeez. Yeah, and Little Mix's album, <gasps> and then uh, Your Birthday and Thanksgiving. Wow, there's a lot of stuff. I know. Oh, my so God. So exciting. It's like every weekend we have something. November's going to be a good month. Dang, I'm excited now. Um, but, yeah, so we're getting, we got, a, like, a short little uh, paragraph um, which does mention One Direction, so I thought we could read it on air. Um, Caitlin, do you want to read it? Sure. Every lyric I've written has a story behind it. All the hard work that went into the creation of Pillow Talk was worthwhile because as soon as it was finished, I intuitively felt I was on the right path. It was a sick cut, nailing the exact sound I wanted to capture in my music. I was also able to sing about a subject that I hadn't really been able to go near while I was in One Direction. Sex. Okay, (laughs) hold up. Tell Me Rock Me was not about sex. I know. I was was just thinking like... (laughs) kiss you like or oh even up all night like people going all the way what did that mean Zane (laughs) god midnight memories there is a lot of things we should have that best innuendos for sex we should have that that's one of our episodes yeah 
That would um, be so funny. That would be like an image tracking thing too. Yeah, <laughs> we so could track sexual images. Oh my God, we need to make this happen. Maybe I'll plan it over October break. <laughs> Beautiful. But like the thing that like um, kind of made me laugh was like every lyric I've ever written has a story behind it. Like no, duh, <laughs> like I don't understand. But um, I mean, I'm, I kind of can't tell from the snippet whether or not he spoke this or wrote it himself because it kind of could go either way because it either could be cleaned up writing um, mm-hmm. from like uh, like a spoken interview or it could have been just like straight up writing. So I literally, I can't tell. Yeah. Um, uh, but I am intrigued because even this first like excerpt is like mentioning One Direction, obviously it's going to be mentioning One Direction more. Um, but I mean, this is something, you know, this is truly something. <laughs> and the fact that like this excerpt, excerpt talked about One Direction means like there might be more of yeah, that one direction or they're just like putting this one in because it's only going to be this much but like I seems like he's kind yeah. of open to talking about his experience in the band so yeah it's like weird hearing him use the word one direction though because like I feel I like know. he never really does it I feel like he's like in the past like he's like really mm-hmm. vague about it he never really actually says the words one direction mm-hmm. strange I know so we'll have to keep our peepers out for this um, yep, keep our peepers popping <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> Um, so in Nile news, Nile was on A League of Their Own, which is a British game slash talk show. Um, James Corden was hosting. Um, and I didn't get to watch this episode because I couldn't find anywhere to watch it online. I think it just aired. Me either. Night. I didn't even end up watching the clips because I wanted to see it as a whole thing. So oh, I don't fair. know where this thing is, but we're going to have to find it. I don't know if it's like, because it did come out. It just yeah. hasn't. No one's posted it. I was it looking was just, on Tumblr. Like from, I, yeah, I was looking. They had, like, some of those, like, uh, creepy, you know, sketchy sites, um, which mm-hmm. they've all been taken down. So I'm hoping that they put it on YouTube because, like, usually League of Their Own stuff goes on YouTube because, like, mm-hmm. right now all I've seen is, like, three, like, 30-second clips or something. Um, mm-hmm. I've heard that people have been saying that he wasn't on for too long, but, I mean, or, like, what, he didn't get, like, too much airtime. Um, and I think this mm-hmm. was recorded before the announcement of a single, so I don't think they've talked about that at all. Right. Um, but, yeah, you know, the clips I saw, Niall was dancing with James Corden, which was cute. He also played soccer, and that was the other clip I had seen. And there was one clip that I wanted to talk about because... Um, this was the worst. I was definitely side-eyeing this. Did you see this clip? Yeah. Yeah, I was just like, oh, James, why? Um, so let's read this. Um, I can be James Corden. Do you want to be Niall? And I'll just... Well, yeah. <laughs> sure. Okay. Niall... Um, so I'm James Corden. Niall, would you have trusted any of the 1D boys with your girlfriend naked? Not one of them. <laughs> really? No. Who is the one you trust the least? And then Jack Whitehall says, Harry? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great conversation. And Niall's like laughing through this. Um, and it just feels really gross to me. But I thought Niall said something like, I'll give you one guess or something. Yeah, he did. I think he's like, give the boy a guess or something. I don't Something know. Something random. That was, was just a weirdo conversation. I just... Sorry, I cut you off. Say what you were going to say. I was just, like, going to say, like, this is such a weird conversation. Like, in what world, like, it's just, like, treating, like, a woman like she's a prop. And, like, why would she be in the same room as one, dire- like, one of the boys in one... Di- like, any of the boys naked in One Direction if, like, it wasn't... Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just, like, felt weird to me. And it just... Um, I thought it meant... I thought it meant the boys naked, not her naked. Oh... I don't know. Either That's way. how I took it. It's still kind of Because it also sounded like at some point he said, like, given what he's got, like, it was very hard to tell who I was know, talking and what, what they said. said. I thought he said, like, give the boy a guess, and it was talking about Jack Whitehall, but I don't know. 
Yeah, I don't know if it was that, or I also could have heard, like, given what he's got, Harry, as in, like, oh my God. <laughs> what what his body looks like. Mm-hmm. I don't really know. It was very weird. Did it not like weird. this conversation. Weird question. Like, <laughs> really odd question. Like, also, I wanted him to be like, of course I would trust the boys. Like, yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't ever do something like that. And I trust my girlfriend. And it doesn't have to be. I wanted a really, like, nice answer. But, know. you know, he was on TV, so. The banter, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, which I'm not excusing it, but it's like, uh, I don't know. It just, it's like weird to me. Cause like, I feel like if they're your friends, you would trust them. Be- and also yeah. like your girlfriend, you would trust them. Cause it's not whatever, yeah. you know, that's I know. Just, it's not like, opinion. Oh, she's going to see Harry and like, immediately oh, bye Nile. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> see ya. Um, yeah. Get new friends. Maybe if you think <laughs> that, um, yeah. But also, Niall is going to be on the Graham Norton show. Actually, it uh, was recorded last night, and it's airing tonight um, at 10 p.m. Um, in England. Or 10.35, actually, Niall tweeted. <laughs> um, so keep out um, your eyes open. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm <laughs> By the time this out. goes up, it'll already be out. Because it's coming. It's 10, That's their true. time, right? So UK time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and he was interviewed with other guests. Like, they do this thing where they have, like, four the guests, like, four guests on a couch um, and, and like the, and Graham Norton's like interviewing them and like having, you know, kind of a talking with all of them. And also he performed This Town by himself this first time. So excited. Um, and I'm super excited to watch this. Um, so yeah, that's exciting. We'll talk about it next week when it actually, you know, happens and not yeah. just us talking about the future. Uh, and the last time that the boys went on Graham Norton, that was the, yeah. those amazing gifts and stuff we got of Harry snuggled up to, yes. what's his name? Um, Guy who plays Gandalf. Sorry, I forgot his name. <laughs> Crap. We're so mm. Ian McKellen. Yeah, Ian McKellen. Uh, and those are just, those have been popping up on, on, in, on, what's it called, Twitter and Tumblr recently. Everyone's been, like, re-bringing those, those gifts up, and it's, like, the most amazing thing. If you haven't seen One Direction on Graham Norton, go watch it, watch it now. Do yourself a favor, because one of the best interviews that's ever happened. So true. I hope that this one's a good one, too, but mm-hmm. I don't have my hopes as high just because there's not oh, Ian no. McKellen and Harry snuggling up, but <laughs> Ian McKellen was wearing a One Direction shirt, too, so it's like, how could you get any better? Um, yeah. And then, in lastly, in Niall news, um, Niall started a newsletter, um, which you can sign up for by going on to NiallHorn.com, which I didn't even realize he had his own website, because I don't think he's going there it. now. And you just put your email in, and they send it to you. Um, and it's really cute because I just signed up today and I got a, an email from Niall Horan in my inbox and like the uh, message, uh, like the email title is thanks for, or cheers for signing up and <laughs> signing ha- doesn't have a G on the end. So it's just like so Niall to me. Um, and his uh, newsletter, the first newsletter was handwritten, which I just thought was so sweet and personal. Um, mm-hmm. And he's just kind of talking about like what he's been up to recently, just like um, how he's back in London and doing some writing, um, how he wrote in Nashville. Definitely go read this. I It's probably all over Twitter, but I reblogged it on my personal account um, too because I just thought his handwriting was so cute. Like um, mm-hmm. I never noticed that he dots his eyes with circles, which I just think is like so endearing to me. He also like randomly capitalizes letters throughout the his F, sentences yeah. and then sometimes starts sentences with lowercase. It's very confusing, but very endearing. It's very interesting and cute. Um, I don't really know. It's not like for emphasis at any, in, it's just like no. very random seeming. Um, and I loved that he signed off with love you all very much. And thank you all again, Nyler XXX, which is just so cute. Aww. The fact that he like still calls himself Nyler. Cause I remember like, mm-hmm. like back in the 
ye old days of One Direction, like they'd always sign off as Nyler when he was like mm-hmm. posting on Facebook or Twitter or something. So that just like really warms my heart still. Yeah, and this gives me hope that he's gonna like keep us updated with like these nice long messages. It's yeah. like we're his pen pals or I something, know. you know. I love it. Cause he's like, This is better than Twitter where you only get 140 characters. Yeah. Now like I get to write to you. And the fact that it's like in his handwriting and it's just so nice. And like you can see where he like messed up and like had to scribble I things love out. It. It's so personal. It's so good. Yeah. I just feel like I love this kind of thing because we're getting to see, like, how Niall really wants to interact with the fans. Like, and Mm -hmm. he probably, you know, he probably wanted to do this. I feel like this is probably something that he maybe suggested or something. Mm -hmm. Um, And I love that it's just, like, he has complete control over it and he gets to do whatever he wants. And this is a really nice sentiment and I'm just excited. I think that there's something, um, I don't know, I just feel like usually newsletters from celebrities or whatever – uh, they're just kind of informal and it's kind of like their team mm-hmm. or like formal. I meant they're, it's kind of their team like putting together like, you know, a written synopsis of what they've been up to or like their yeah. like promo stuff. But I just feel like this is so personal. Stuff that you can just nice. find if you're keeping up with them exactly. in general. And this is like really personal stuff. So I like it. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Just so cute. I love this. It made me just really love Niall a lot. The other boys need to take note and do this as well. Because this is not something where you're, like, giving away your personal life. This is just, like, a nice way to connect to fans. You know? I know. It's... Wow. Not... Oh, goodness. Um, so are we ready to jump into our main discussion? I am ready. Me too. And our main discussion is a song that we've been wanting to do forever and putting it off because... <laughs> We have been <laughs> wanting to wait for the right moment, but guess what? There's no right moment, so you better just do it now. We are doing What a Feeling, yes. and it feels Woo. right in my heart. Um, <laughs> so just a little background info on this great tune. Um, it's a 10th song on Made in the AM, which is 1D's fifth album. And I never realized, but on like Wikipedia, it's um, uh, Made in the AM is categorized under pop slash pop rock, which I think was interesting. Um, I have to like look back and see like if the other when that like pop rock started becoming uh, like a indicator of their brand but I think that probably like Mm -hmm. Midnight Memories time but I still still thought that was cool and worth mentioning. Um, What a Feeling was never a like official single but it was released as the album's second promotional single just to like kind of get everyone excited about it. Um, Still bitter that it was never a real single but whatever (laughs) gotta live and gotta move on. Um, yeah. On the album, it's sandwiched in between Olivia and Love You Goodbye, um, which I, I mean, I love Olivia. I don't love Love You Goodbye, but um, how do you feel about that placement? What do you think? Um, I think being after Olivia is good because it's like yeah. right in that really sweet spot of the album. You yeah. have like End of the Day and Olivia and What a Feeling all near each other. Um, I mean, I I don't mind Love You Goodbye as much as you do, yeah. but um, I do like that it's near my other favorites, so I can just sort of jump to that part in the album. Yeah. Um, and then um, it was written by Liam Louie, Daniel ba- Breyer, Jamie Scott, and Mike Needle. Um, oh, some new names. Yeah. We know Jamie Scott, but these other mm. people I've never really heard of, so that's pretty interesting. Um, clearly, they knew how to write a song, though. Um, <laughs> clearly. And um, so in the track-by-track track video, it was Louie who was talking about it, um, and he said, What a feeling I'd probably say, again, is one of my favorite songs on the record, just because that is that is one of the songs that just gives you the kind of completely different flavor to maybe what you're used to. It's kind of got a little Fleetwood influence in there, and just the whole feel of the song is feel good. 
it's like one of those songs that you're, you, you play with your roof down in your car, feeling like a bit of a chief. Um, <laughs> I've never heard to that. To be a phrase. chief beside you now. <laughs> like, God. I mean, I guess it's like a boss or something, but that's, I, uh-huh. I, mean, I don't know. That's interesting. Um, I would love to like hear more about sort of like the influence and like how they wrote it, but that was like all we kind of got from them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely like hear the Fleetwood Mac influence. Um, so mm-hmm. that's definitely fair. Um, and I just like wanted to like quickly, uh, talk about like the critical reception of this song. Um, Billboard writer Aaron Strecker described the song as having a sweetly thumping bass line and light harmonies. And also that the tune would feel perfectly at home in the easy breezy seventies. Um, and in Rolling Stone's special readers poll, what a feeling topped number one as one of the best songs One Direction has ever released. Um, wow. so as, oh yeah. Yeah. So that was, you know, a pretty high praise. Um, yeah. so I mean, still forever bitter. It could have done so well on the charts. I just feel like it was really well received, um, mm-hmm. by fans and, uh, casual listeners alike, but I guess that's what we're going to have to live with. Um, but first impressions, <laughs> what was your first impression when you listened to what a feeling for the first time? Um, I'm trying to remember. I know I was in my dorm room sitting on my bed I think oh this is the one where I called my sister up and I think we both listened to it like we were talking and then we both got off the phone we both listened to it and like called each other back um and we both immediately really really liked it I remember thinking like ABBA immediately like thinking that those were the influences like ABBA sort of which is similar to Fleetwood Mac Mm. um and just like it was like a really new sound but I really dug it like it was like very different than what I'd heard because also like uh like coming from like Olivia to What a Feeling like they're very different sounds and I was listening to the album in order um so that was but I but I still really liked it It was like I'm digging this eclectic album a lot Mm. yeah it was definitely a, a good first time to listen to it um I remember mine was in the morning, like before class, and it was, um, I just like remember loving it right off the bat. Um, mm-hmm. And definitely getting those 70 vibes also right off the bat. Um, I actually looked through my Twitter to see, because I knew I had tweeted about it. I didn't tweet about every single song when I first listened to it, but what a feeling. I said, what a feeling. It's amazing in all caps, a lot of exclamation points. I need to find a field I can dance around on, in Under the Stars stat. Um, which is ridiculous because I'm in Boston, there's no fields, and I probably wouldn't want to go there at night when the stars and moon are out. But anyway, um, yeah, I just feel... So you liked it on first listen, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I I definitely loved it on first listen too, so yeah. Okay, so looking back at our... Way back when, when the album was released and we asked for people's opinions on each song, um, we've been going back when we do the songs and sort of reading those initial... Uh, tweets that people sent us in for what they thought of each song and we have one from phantoms babe for what a feeling and they said for um yeah for what a feeling they said fleetwood mac and i live for it this song (laughs) is awesome harmonies on point and it's so full of warmth lyrics are so beautiful Um, so yeah i definitely agree with all that and it's (laughs) i can't believe it's been like almost a year now that that tweet was sent out but oh my god (laughs) we are bringing it back because wow it's it's interesting comparing those like initial reactions to now after hearing it so many times and we know the song really really well um to see if we feel the same about it so Mm -hmm. 
Um, are we ready to jump into the lyrics? We are. Cool. Okay. Um, I'm so excited about this because I feel like there's just like, it's kind of like, um, I don't know, like sort of like fantastical lyrics that like mm-hmm. could really be taken in a, num- a numerous, um, numerous amount of ways. That makes sense, I guess. Um, so let's read the first verse, which is Liam. Wait, let's do the title first. Okay. What are you feeling? <laughs> what a feeling. What a feeling. I think this is a good, strong title. <laughs> um, I feel like, did we... I don't know if we got something of this beforehand. I was trying to think back, like, if we knew, like, what a feeling. I knew there was something about, like, Liam shouting in some of the songs, but I think that one was for, like, Never Enough, but somehow we knew he liked this song earlier. I don't really remember, Mm. but I don't don't really know what I'm saying, but I do quite like the title. (laughs) Okay. I think it's a solid title, too. I feel like it also could have been, like, called Through the Wire, if I'm thinking about oh, it. Oh, that would have been cool as well. Yeah, but also there's a um, Kanye West song called Through the Wire, which oh. actually is pretty interesting because he did it after he got into a, I think, car accident, and his jaw was wired shut, so he was rapping and singing, like, with his jaw wired shut, which I just oh think Oh, my God, that is intriguing. so cool. Yeah. Um, but, so maybe that's why they didn't do it. Um, but I, I think I like What a Feeling better. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, first verse. Um, through the wire, through the wire, through the wire. I'm watching her dance. Dress is catching the light. In her eyes, there's no lies, no lies. There's no question she's not in a disguise. Okay. Um, so I feel like through the wire is kind of an elusive line Mm -hmm. because it's not, it's not like a 10, I mean, why, yes, a wire is a tangible thing, but it doesn't seem pretty obviously tangible in this setting. Um, so I kind of looked up like idiomatic meanings for wire. Um, and like, okay, so wire means like a smy, uh, a spy smuggled into a place, like installed electronic eavesdropping equipment. <laughs> um, also, like, wire is like used instead of saying like phone, like hold the phone or hold the, holds the wire. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like I was thinking, the telephone wire. Yeah, exactly. And also, like, I was thinking of like sort of like a fence or a cage, like, you know, like mm. kind of metal wires, um, kind of like trapping you in or like holding you uh, away from someone. I also thought of, like, the TV being the wire. Mm, oh, okay. That's good. Uh, yeah, I like that. Or, like, uh, I mean, it's telephone or, like, FaceTime or yeah. TV. Because it does seem like he can see her at parts. Yeah. Um, and this could be, like, multiple ways he's seeing this person. Yeah. But, like, uh, I also thought it could be TV, the wire. That's or it's, really like, TV could be, like, a radio station or, like, a television station. Like, the wire. Here on the wire, XFM. Oh, true. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely see like sense a barrier between them um, mm-hmm. because like he's an observer, um, but he's also close enough to like make these observations like there's no lies in her eyes. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, kind of from this, it seemed you would think, at least I would think if I'm just like reading the first uh, couple lines, um, that it was like their first time meeting or he was just observing her from afar because like uh-huh. there's no lies in her no yeah there's in her eyes there's no lies that kind of seems like something you notice on a first um mm-hmm. impression but from the rest of the song it doesn't really seem like it's their first time and they seem like they know each other like at least on some deep level whether or not mm-hmm. it's romantic or not because also though he knows that she's not in a disguise mm-hmm. yeah so like maybe he would have to know her enough to know that she's not putting up a front like this is just exactly. who she is yeah 
Um, um, did you have anything else to say? Uh, yeah, I thought just like, first of all, like the music leading into this first verse oh, was so really good. cool and different. It sounded like very like dark room, jazzy sort of club feel to me, like mystically. I don't know. Um, and then Liam's voice, I think, fits so well. And you can mm. hear it really well in this first um, verse because it's just him singing. And I think like this is music I really, really like for his voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was also imagining like what he could do if this was his song by himself and like what falsettos he could bring into it because I think this is a song that would work really well with like doing some runs and falsetto and like sort of mixing things up um so I wish we heard it live and like Uh, (laughs) the lyrics because we know the boys will like change up parts of the songs when it's a live performance um uh but yeah I just noticing those bits of like just the singing was striking yeah I definitely liked the word mystical used because like um there's like chimes in the beginning of it and it just Mm -hmm. like leads you into like this cool like I don't know I think I've talked about this before how like those chimes like to me kind of like almost uh like symbolize not symbolize but like I don't know give me the same vibes that like you know those like beads you always see like um like in doorways like the whole they're like instead of like a door oh, there's like yeah. beads coming down yeah, yeah that's like, so I, that fits the song so well I know that's like the vibe I get from mm-hmm. that or like a cool like um sort of like hippie you know like um uh what's it called bug van like Volkswagen mm-hmm. van van yeah. um and I don't know just like I feel like the chime just works so well it's such a great it's such a tiny thing but it like really just makes us song sound like so smooth and it's mm-hmm. such a cool transition to open with it sets the tone really it well. really does yeah like I just feel like chimes just have like a really cool mystical like kind of like um yeah mystical or like 70s vibe to them for mm-hmm. some reason like hippie-ish you know like I don't know psychedelic um yeah uh where were we so okay so dress is catching the light I feel like it's a really like beautiful imagery um mm-hmm. because and it's, it's like also you, know, you don't know Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, you go, you go, you go. Um, like, you don't know, like, how, is he, is it catching the light in, like, um, like, natural light? Or is he seeing her, like, on TV and maybe she's on stage and she's wearing a dress and it's, like, the light from the stage mm. lights? Or is, is it lights, like, photographers, like, photographing her? Um, but also, like, later it talks about stars, so somehow it's that light and... I don't know. I feel like light is a big thing talked about in this song. Um, and it. I don't know what it is, but I think the lyrics are really pretty there. Yeah. Um, and I think that, like, this is kind of, you know, could be compared to Little Black Dress because they are also, like, talking about the girl's dress. But it's mm-hmm. so different because they're, um, they kind of just use the dress in place of, like, like talking about her. Um, and mm-hmm. this just seems like a, you know, it's, the dress isn't, like, all she is. Um, right. But it's just, like, a beautiful way. Like, catching the light is a very, I think, just, um, you know, beautiful description. And it's not, like, at all um, objectifying. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that also this, like, helps uh, bring in, like, the elements of, like, mysticism, too. Because I'm just thinking, like, the moonlight or, so like, the starlight. Yeah. Or even, like, I don't know, like, a disco ball. Like, honestly, yeah. I'm thinking, like, kind of, like, the 70s vibe. I'm honestly truly, like, imagining this happening in the 70s. And, like, everyone's kind of dressed in that kind of, like, attire. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of, like, imagining maybe even, like, a basement of, like, like with shag carpet and, like, you know, some lava lamps. And, like, this is 
uh, like a small house party and like the beads you just open and you see this girl like dancing around just like kind of very free and just Mm -hmm. you know like free spirited that's like the vibes I'm getting from this I have like a very distinct image and there's a lot of orange in this like the song kind Uh of is orange and gold to me um but interesting I I mean it does it it is hard to understand because that picture fits so well with like this second half of this verse about like someone dancing in the dress but then you're also like through the wire so how is the like speaker viewing the person at this party like through the wire I it's confuses me because it's like they're not really there um but they're seeing this person like are they watching them on tv or like are they hearing about this happening through a telephone when they're talking to each other um I don't really know or the wire could just be, like, the barrier that's between them. Like, right. if they're friends and he wants to be, like, like romantic mm-hmm. partners, like, that could be the barrier between them. Like, through the wire, like, he's seeing her um, in all these, like, you know, in this in this light, but he can't, like, mm-hmm. um, you know, go he's, like, and, like... trapped in a cage or... Yeah, basically. Like or, be, yeah, there's, like, some... There's, like, a fence wire them. or something. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I never but, really thought of it as a cage, but... Yeah. That makes so much sense. Or at least, like, a fence or something. Because like, I, mm-hmm. I feel like a cage is, like, more, like, one person is trapped and the other person is free. But I feel like it could be, like, a fence just, like, yeah. between them. Um, and then, so, for the, there's no question she's not in a disguise. I feel like I like that line, but also I feel like um, linguistically and, like, sonically, it kind of seems like it's forced in there mm-hmm. um, a little bit. It just doesn't seem to fit as well as the rest of the song works together. But um, I also do like that just because it does imply that he knows her well enough to know that she does maybe often put up a disguise and she feels mm-hmm. most comfortable like where she is in the moment right now, like when she's dancing and, mm-hmm. and she doesn't have to like hide herself. Um, so that, I thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is interesting like looking at their lyrics because there's another one later on uh, in the next verse, the too close now, um, yeah. where I'm like, why did you decide to put the two in there? Was that to fill a gap? Like, so that it fits, like, syllables or whatever? And, like, the no lies and in a disguise. It's a bit cheesy, too, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not like, um... It is a little bit cheesy, but... Yeah. yeah. I definitely agree. Because I, um, I just feel like the first half of this uh, chorus, like, the through the wire, I'm watching her dance, dress the catching light, kind of, like is mm-hmm. better than the second half because yeah like, no lies no lies <laughs> yeah that's just like kind of getting into like the cheesy cliched mm-hmm. vibes um but i mean you know 50 50 is not too bad <laughs> did you want to say anything else about this verse um no i think that was it okay so now we're into the next verse which is um louis and he says or well he sings with no way out and a long way down everybody needs someone around but I can't hold you too close now through the wire, through the wire. Um, do you want to start off with this one? Sure. Um, my first thing was, le- was what I said was, Louis, God, he sounds so sexy. True. Um, <laughs> I just feel like I could picture like the facial expression he was like making uh, as yeah. he sung this part. And it was just like really, because it's not like strained. It's like pretty chill. And he's just like, I don't know. I really like this. Um mm-hmm. And I thought he sounded great. And again, why can't we hear this live? Oh my god! Why um, didn't they like at least um like uh videotape? What's that called? 
um, record, record like them in the studio, and like at least we could have seen that. That way. would have been so cool. I know. If we got footage of them recording uh, at the AM, like yeah. they could have, they could have like uh, fed us for years on all this footage. <laughs> so true. <laughs> like we would have been happy. Like once a week, just release like one song or like. You know, release that friggin' footage from the movie that we never got. Like, Why, Ben Winston? Satisfied. <laughs> oh my god, my Uber driver last night, he was very handsome and he looked like Ben Winston. Like, a, oh I, I think god. he was probably like 22 or something. But I had to, like, really hold it together and not feel <laughs> resentment towards him just for, like, all that footage that oh my god. he, Ben Winston, his lookalike, <laughs> is holding captive. <laughs> friggin' Ben Winston. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so those are my first opinions. But going sort of with the the lyrics, um, the the first thing I noticed for that was the long way down, yes. um, being uh, obviously a title of a song on the album, "Long Way Down." Um, and I sort of was like, are they purposely mentioning the other song, or like mm-hmm. which came first, chicken or the egg, sort of situation, True. or was it just like accidental that both of these songs had "Long Way Down"? Because we know "Long Way Down." Um, was it? It was Louie and Liam again writing, I think. Was it? Uh, and this one as well. Um, so I think it was. You can check that. <laughs> um, but so like I that was interesting and it does seem like they would know that that was there. And so like then you get to use Long Way Down the song as a whole like interpretation of this one line. And we know in Long Way Down it's about like like an ending of a relationship and everything they've built up and now it's like sort of all coming down and crashing down and that sort of fits with this um but uh again with like the with no way out that whole like fence imagery that you talked about and then like there's just a long way down in like the what they've sort of built up because it does talk about later on like is it too late like will this not actually end up happening is everything sort of going to fall apart Mm. um what did you think of that first line I definitely took it as sort of like life is hard and we need Mm -hmm. meaningful connections to like make it through Mm -hmm. um a relationship is like but there's like no way out in the relationship that kind of seems like dangerous and um, unhealthy. So I feel like there's no way out of life when you're living it and a long way down. Um, like there's kind of a long way to fall um, because there's like a lot of bad things that could happen. Um, mm-hmm. So then like everyone needs someone around. So just like you definitely need like someone to help you get through like the mm-hmm. perils that is life. Yeah. And that sentiment of everyone needs someone around really reminded me of strong and like yeah. being like, is it so wrong? Like, I need you. You make me stronger. Like, just sort of yeah. like we all need people. And I feel like there was another song I was thinking too of One Direction's, but I can't remember. But just being like, we all need someone, and it's not bad to have someone um, yeah. to like help you through things. Also confirmed, um, Liam and Louis did write on Long Way Down, which I'm really impressed about. I didn't know that. Good job, you guys. It's a I great know. lyrical it's such song. A great like. Song. Did we analyze that one? I can't remember. No, what the heck? We need to do that. That's one of our faves for imagery. Yeah, we're just like, oh, it's so great. This is like the peak imagery. And then we like never talk about it again. It's (laughs) just like the gold standard and we haven't talked about it. I know. It's hard to Um, know though, because we did bring up some of like the images in that in some of our other discussions about like light and fire and whatever and stuff. So, Um, but we definitely need to do that. Um, So we are Uh, ready to go on to, but I can't hold you close. Or yeah. Okay. So yeah. Um, so then... this. Okay. No, you go. You go. 
<laughs> no, this one, um, but I can't hold you too close now. I thought it was interesting because I feel like you can read it in two different ways. It's like one of those, um, you know, those sentences that you can, if you put an emphasis on like each different word, it means a whole different yeah. thing. Um, I read it like, okay, so the first one is, I can't hold you close enough. Like there is, we can never be close enough because like mm -hmm. the world is just so hard that we need like each other like that close and we can, I don't yeah. know, it just, that, that way. Um, I'll never be like too comforted by your presence. Um, mm -hmm. or they physically aren't together in the moment. Um, like I can't hold you close now. So without the two, right. like when you were saying it, it kind of was like, it could be a filler word, but it also could just mm -hmm. be like. I could never have you close enough. Right. Yeah, I thought the same thing, which was why, like, that two threw me off a bit. I was like, mm -hmm. never, like, close will never be close enough. Never enough. And it, like, brought me back to that song. Um, or, like, like you said, like, I can't hold you close now. Yeah. I can't hold you too close now. And then it's like, what does that two mean, you know? But I think yeah. it kind of works either way. It's, like, yeah. an interesting way to say it. Um, but I don't know if the intent was there to put the word in or like what the intent was to put yeah. two in, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and then we have again through the wire, through the wire, which sort of like reminds us of the barrier between them, whether or not it's like the mental barrier that he's putting up like for himself, just that like they're not on the same like level of a relationship they want to be or you know physically they're not together in the same room um it just like kind of remember like reminding us of their separation in the moment um mm -hmm. but definitely does seem like they're they could be talking on a phone here or it's like the fence thing again yeah oh and i now i really want to know what they were thinking i know like, were they thinking of a fence oh. through the wire like through the wire fence or like like what oh that's so annoying I know. I wish I knew. Because um, yeah. it would be really cool if they, like, had decided to t call a phone a wire and, like, be cool like that. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> um, but I also think this, like, repetition of Through the Wire um, makes me think of, like, the monotony of it. And they're, like, sort of mm -hmm. over it and they have to keep dealing with this. Like, oh, Through the Wire, Through the Wire. Like, you just want to hold this person. You just want to see yeah. them. Um, but it's always going to be Through the Wire until, like, something changes. Mm hmm definitely um are we ready to get to the chorus or do you want to say anything yeah. else about this okay nope. so the chorus I feel like it's like all of them singing there's a lot of harmonies um mm -hmm. in place but I think Harry is leading it which I never realized until just now I thought it was kind of like all of them singing together but it definitely mm -hmm. like Harry's voice stands out the most mm -hmm. um because he also doesn't so, have any verses well I, I guess he has the bridge but yeah but yeah he doesn't have any of the actual choruses but mm -hmm. um no, verses, I mean. Um, okay, so the chorus goes, What a feeling to be right here beside you now, holding you in my arms. When the air ran out and we both start. Wait. When the air ran out and we both started running wild, the sky fell down. But you got stars, they're in your eyes, and I've got something missing tonight. What a feeling to be a king beside you somehow. I wish I could be there now. So this is a great chorus i love yeah. it yeah um oh, so many pretty lyrics and lovely uh, imagery and good feelings with this i know once you just put the stars in the sky there you oh, know that i'm know. i'm in it um <laughs> but i think it's interesting because the use of the word now changes um so in the first part what a feeling to be right here beside you right now so like in that moment they are together physically mm -hmm. like holding you in my arms like so they're in that moment together. Mm -hmm. um, 
But then later on, they're saying, like, I've got something missing tonight and I wish I could be, like, be there now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I guess it could be – I don't want to, like, jump ahead, but I guess, like, the differences in the now could be they're, like, physically together. But, like, he says, like, I've got something missing tonight. So, like, maybe mentally he's not all there. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, I, I never, I didn't, way. I didn't realize that until now because it could be like change perspectives, but it also mm-hmm. could be like, I don't know, like the other person has stars in their eyes and like they feel like they're missing that in their own eyes, mm-hmm. I guess, and just like their own like mental capacity or whatever. Um, that doesn't really make sense, but you know, like they're they don't feel like they're all mentally there or like mm-hmm. as happy as they want to be or like shining as bright as they want to be, you know, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Somehow they're still through the wire. Yeah, dang, that's dark, but could be real. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, I sort of took it as, like, even in the first bit, they weren't actually together, but he was sort of saying, like, oh, what a feeling it would be if I were there holding yeah. you in my arms and, like, sort of imagining this happening. Um, but, or, like, remembering something that already happened um, and, like, looking back on it and, like, wishing wishing it could happen again. Yeah, that's true. Um then this line confuses me. When the air ran out and we both started wanting wild, wanting wild, <laughs> running wild, the sky fell down. Um, yeah, and I kind of so tried, pretty. It's so pretty, and I think that like, um, it is one of the most like fantastical and like mythological lines in the whole like song because it doesn't mm-hmm. really make sense. But it's so pretty that you don't care that it doesn't make sense as much (laughs) um but like on a literal level I was trying to kind of like piece it uh or like take it chunk by chunk like um when the air ran out like that seems negative to me Mm -hmm. um we both started running wild that's could be negative but I read it as positive because like running wild seems like running free being free Mm -hmm. um and like then the sky fell down like falling down seems negative to me but also it feels like it could be like um, a barrier or like the perimeters fell down and they felt more free after that. Yeah. I, I sort of had like images of both and they sort of fit both of those like descriptions that you had. Mm-hmm. Like the first, my sort of go-to image, which didn't quite make sense, but like mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter. I like pictured yeah. people like running around a hillside or something and like mm-hmm. they were running out of breath. Um, and they were, like, oh. running wild, and then they, like, f- lay back on the grass. And, like, you know when you're, like, sort of dizzy from running and lay down, it feels like the sky is sort of, like, moving oh, and, like, yeah. tumbling, and, like, I could feel that. And then, like, maybe they looked at each other, and then they saw the stars reflecting in the person's eyes. Oh, pretty. Um, and I liked that imagery. I don't know if that's what they were going for, um, but sort of, like, the negative side of it I saw was, like, when the air is running out sort of is, like, you could imagine if you're, like, in a vacuum um, and, like, the air is running out and you don't have a lot of time left and it's, like, time's ending. So, like, they don't have time to be together and they're going to be apart soon. Um, And they just sort of go wild in that, like, this is their last moments, like, Mm -hmm. before they're, like, ripped apart again. And then the sky falls down and everything breaks and, like, Mm -hmm. they have to be ripped apart type of thing. Um, But I don't really, I feel like it could be interpreted both ways. Yeah, I want to know, like, how they came up with this line because it just, like, seems so out of the blue for them because usually they're more grounded in, like, physical imagery and mm-hmm. this just seems, like, so fantastic to me. Yeah. Um, and I, I really like it, though. Me too. Um, and also, like, when you're losing air, like, even you're, you're trapped in a room or mm-hmm. something, um, you can, like, lose air that way and you can kind of start feeling 
like your mind kind of goes which so is this another... was them all in that bread van and like not oh was my feeling god <laughs> oh, oh my god <laughs> wow that's so true that makes so much sense now yeah someone edited this song over the moments of them in the bread van oh my god we need to that would be hilarious wow. um Okay, so this, I never realized, it's one of those things that, like, the next line could kind of, um, the sky fell down, um, like, the lyrics, they could go together, um, although they kind of seem like they don't, but I just, like, like the image of the sky falling down, and, like, when the sky fell down, like, the stars went into her eyes, but I just Oh my god, that is so cool! Yeah, like, I just, like, love, like, thinking of that in, like, a like a cartoon way like that's just like so beautiful to me wow um, oh my god that like yeah. was so beautiful that imagery yeah I the just sky I, it's falling like, and the stars falling into her eyes yeah. whoa I love that yeah because it's like one of those things where I don't know if they meant like I, they probably didn't mean to do that because it meant like the sky fell down went with the other before line yeah. but I just feel like it just also a beautiful like whatever if it was mm-hmm. purposeful or not like beautiful coincidence either way in these ways, someone who's listening to the song is like has such an artistic, like, uh, pull on the song just as much yeah. as the person who wrote it in the first place. Mm-hmm. Because like, I don't think they were imagining the sky sort of tipping and pouring out into someone's eyes and the stars all went there, you know? Yeah. And, like, but you've just interpreted it that way, and like, it makes it so unbelievably beautiful. Wow, I want someone to like paint that because I can't really paint well. But like, if someone painted that, I feel like no, you can paint well. Oh wow, thank you. You should do this. (laughs) Um, Maybe I'll get back into it. I I was also thinking like uh, that chicken story, sort of to bring it not to such beautiful imagery, but you know, chicken story, (laughs) the one that she's like. Uh, like something, an acorn falls on her head, and she's like, "The sky is falling. The sky is falling." Oh, chicken little. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know how that relates to this, but maybe that's what they were thinking of. Honestly, probably. Like <laughs> Louie and Liam Obbs. <laughs> chicken yeah. Little. Oh my god, imagine if they like cited Chicken Little as their inspiration. <laughs> that would be great. These are nuggets we didn't get because they didn't go on tour with this. Hot one. chicken nuggets. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that. Oh my really. god. <laughs> Classic. Um... So, okay, so then the next, like, couplet, I guess, would be, but you got stars that are in your eyes, um, and I've got something missing tonight, um, which I think we talked about a little bit, but mm-hmm. I think that's, like, because it could be that, like, they're physically not together, and that's what he's missing, but also, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, there's something, like, really sad about it, um, just because, yeah. like, you, you're noticing someone, like, with stars in their eyes, that like, you know, like, happy, just, like, blissful, and, like, you feel... Like, there's something missing in you, which I think is such, like, mm-hmm. a sad just moment to be in. Because mm-hmm. it's, like, they have the spark and you don't have the spark exactly. or something. Yeah. Like, they're happy and, like, living their life and having fun and you're missing them and so you're missing something. But it doesn't seem like they're missing you as much. Yeah, exactly. Um, do I want to say anything? Oh, yeah. The next line, I think, is, like, one of the best lines. What a feeling mm-hmm. to be a king beside you. Somehow, I wish I could be there now. Um, king beside you is just, like, great because, mm-hmm. um, I mean, like, equal partnership beside you. It's not like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to protect you and, like, protect you from, like, the, I don't even know, like, the wolves, lol. Um, <laughs> or just, like, you know, the, what's it called? Like, the 
pillaging villages or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just, I love this. Cause, um, again, I forget which songs like talk about equal, like strong, I think like talks mm-hmm. about like how they both make each other stronger. Um, uh, yeah, just in general, like equal partnerships is like where it's at for me. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love this. And I feel like fans have taken this line and like gone with it. I know there's tons of art that like uses these lyrics around them. Um, and I just think it's a really well-liked line and for good reason. I just, like, the word beside is everything. Like, I capitalized everything. it, like, all bold yes. beside you. Like, and, and and it makes it seem like she makes him feel like a king. And, like, it's not like he is the king and he has power over her. It's like, yeah, when they're together, they feel like they're, like, royalty because exactly. they have. Like, they give it, they are, like, giving each other, like, equal, like, power and putting them up and I don't know what I'm trying to say but like it's yeah, they need no, each other that. to make this feeling happen and it is equal exactly and I just feel like King also gives it the another element of like sort of fantastic um mm-hmm. and just like story ta- like storybook like um mm-hmm. you know um and just like mysticism and you know like kings and queens and dragons and that kind of thing yeah yeah um, so pretty yeah it's beautiful. And then I just want to talk about like musically the like sort of like fade and like the drop off um, from the chorus to the next verse, I think is really beautiful. And it just mm-hmm. like kind of like seems like it like melts into the next one. And I think this song is very like smooth and melty almost. Um, yeah. And they did a really nice job of like letting it like pause a little bit so you can like sort of like, like soak in and like drink in the um, chorus. And I just mm-hmm. thought, and I thought also the chorus too just in general I had like light ghosty airy sounding jazzy like it was it's a lot of times like I picture the difference of this chorus to the chorus of perfect where the chorus of perfect comes out with like really bam in your face like it's intense it's loud and this one almost like pulls back more on the chorus Mm -hmm. um and then like goes more deeper on the verses which I think is interesting and then it's very just like sort of high and like woo airy on the um chorus which is cool yeah because like we have the harmonies um here which are Mm -hmm. so beautifully done like all the boys kind of just like um harmonizing not with words just like the ooh and the ahs and stuff i Um, I wish we knew who was doing all those sounds in the background i know i think it might be all of them like layered um Mm -hmm. because it seems like a lot of them and it just like is so perfectly done and just so fine-tuned and like Uh well produced that it just like gives you just such like a warm feeling um and just yeah I definitely definitely agree with you there I I wish when they do it if they did it live we could get like an acapella version or like an acoustic version somehow like to really pull out those harmonies um because I feel like acapella you can hear harmonies so so well yeah that would be so beautiful tbt to their acapella days Um, yeah okay so next one um is a verse that's like you know there's similar things um oh wait no just kidding this is a completely different thing okay so this is Liam again through the wire through the wire through the wire I'm watching you like this imagining your mind it's too late it's too late am I too late tell me now am I running out of time um so again through the wire again um we're being hit over the head um how there's like a barrier between them or they're just there's something standing in their way um, and again, there, uh, he's an observer, observer, observer. Um, I've been like really confusing my B's and V's today. I don't know what it is. Um, uh, and it just like seems kind of like, 
he's watching this like hourglass tick by and he um wants to make a move and like maybe I don't know I'm getting definitely like friends to romantic partners Mm -hmm. like vibe from this and like he wants to make a move and like say something but like he feels like it's too late but then he's like convincing himself it's not it's just like I don't know it kind of seems very um like there's definitely a desperation in this like verse yeah because he's like it's too late it's like it's too late no wait is it too late am I too late like am I running out of time it is very desperate um and I like how it does take those lyrics and like switches them from it is too late it is too late to like Mm -hmm. am I too late that's so interesting um and it it does also no go ahead no Oh, I, I was just going to say it's interesting, like, um, the way they're in, it's in order, too, because it could be, like, am I too late question, and then mm-hmm. it's too late, it's too late, but no, we ended on the question, and so the statement, so, like, there's mm-hmm. kind of, like, hope, and if it was the opposite way, you'd feel like there's just, like, no hope, and, like, it'd just be, a, like, a lost cause. Yeah, wow, really good uh, dissection of, like, that that grammar, too. Oh, wow, well, Like, where you. the punctuation is, it makes a, a big difference. Mm-hmm. Um, it reminded me of... We, I was thinking, like, the song, um, uh, God, why, I wrote it down, and now I can't find it. Um, I Loved You First, where, uh, in the song it talks about, like, they loved this person, but then they, like, didn't say it, and mm-hmm. then the other person got to them first, so this is, like, that before that moment, where it's, like, am I too late, should I say something, yeah. like, type of thing um and like they should because they don't want it to be like I loved you first you know yeah uh stop that from happening um Mm -hmm. and then in the the imagining your mind I thought it was like watching this person and sort of pretending that they are together even though that you you know you're not um and whether that's Mm -hmm. like watching someone on tv or watching someone you know on tv or like Mm -hmm. um or or however seeing them in all the ways we've discussed yeah, and they're like, I'm watching you like this. Um, so that brings us back to that scene where he's watching her dance. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's just, like, such a pure moment because he's seeing, like, her at her, like, happiest. Yeah. Um, and, like, just most carefree. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, that's when he is, like... I mean, obviously, this is what, what the song centered around. So, like, that moment made him feel so much that, like, this song was written, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's pretty powerful. I really want to know what the moment was that sparked this. Like, it seems like mm-hmm. there is, like, a, a physical moment where someone watched a person. Yeah. Uh, and, like, saw them, like, in their carefree self and was like, wow, I wish we could be together, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, so then there's a pre-chorus again, which Niall sings, um, which I think he sounds great here. Um, it's kind of, it's so interesting, like going back to listening to One Direction and like knowing that there's four different people or five different people in the earlier albums, like trading off. Um, and also I kind of was like, forgot that Zayn wasn't on this song. I was like, oh, where's Zayn? I'm like, oh, right. Like Zayn ain't here no more. (laughs) Um, but yeah. And then we have the chorus again. Um, and then we have to say stuff about the other, the Nile one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Um, I, I know Nile has also said like in recent interviews, that, like, one of the biggest changes was having to sing the whole song and not just parts oh, of it, which relates mm-hmm. to what you were saying. Um, but mm-hmm. I also really liked in this uh, verse, Harry sung the last line of it, the through the wire, through oh. the wire. Um, and it was a really 
interesting transition from Niall's voice to Harry's because they do sound quite similar, but then you're like, oh, it's Harry at the end. Oh um, my god, I always just thought it was Niall. Let me go listen. I have to go listen to that after this because I was like, oh, Niall just sounds like kind of like Harry here. So that's yeah, I'm pretty sure it switches to Harry at the end, um, okay. which I liked. I mean, unless I'm wrong, but I thought it was cool. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, because then we have Harry who leads the chorus. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be a cool transition. Um, so then we have the chorus again, which is a, a great time. And then we have the bridge. Um, and it's Harry singing. Um, it's very, like, uh, drawn back with the instruments. It's like his voice is very much, like, straining, but not in, like, an uncomfortable way, just kind of, like, loud and desperate. Um, he's, he sings, whatever chains are holding you back, holding you back don't let them tie you down whatever chains is holding you wait whatever change i think they meant chains right is this lyric no wrong? i think it changes oh okay so then it says whatever change is holding you back holding you back tell me you believe in that oh okay that does make sense now i, I never realized that there was a lyric change so, i wow. know i don't think i did either but i really like it yeah um but sort um, of going back to the hairy voice that you were talking about yeah. Um, again, I think live, it reminds me of sort of what he does with, um, where do broken hearts go? I feel like he could, Mm -hmm. because his voice is so prominent and the music pulls back and it is like a little bit strainy on his voice. And it also makes me think of 18 when he did that live, like he puts a lot of passion into these moments. And I think this is one of those moments where like his sort of rough strainy voice would have been really nice here. Um, and like, he could have done a lot because this is very like, sort of like a push through moment, like a don't let things hold you back, like kind of thing. Um, And I think when Harry gets that sort of like, like straininess to his voice, it sounds really good. Yeah, definitely. I still, it pains me that we never got to hear this live. Mm -hmm. Um, And I remember, like, remember that, um, I think it was AMAs where there was uh, some rumors that they were like sound checking what a feeling and they were yeah. going to perform it on the AMAs and uh, then it would have been so perfect with Harry's bell bottom suit um, God, alas that didn't happen he would have wor- worked that suit with that song man oh my god what song did they end up singing what was I don't the- know probably infinity, infinity or something yeah <laughs> god dang it um, or perfect I think it probably was infinity huh um so I, I was thinking that, like, here the chains could also be, like, the wire. You know, the wire mm-hmm. could be the chains because they don't mention the wire again. So it could be, like, kind of a switcheroo or just, like, you know, in place of saying the wire. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, like, tie you down. That could be a wire. That makes sense, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, n- now with the lyric change, I think that's, like, interesting. Whatever change is holding you back. Holding you back, tell me you believe in that. I don't really understand what that means at all. Do you have any ideas? Yeah, I mean, I saw this lyric change when I looked up, so I, like, wrote a little bit about it, was that, um, like, for me, a lot of time, change is what's holding me back. Like, I feel like that's really relatable, and change can be that sort of chain. And for chain, I almost think of it as, uh, like, I think of, like, those like, the old-fashioned idea of prisoners, and they had, like, the chain around their ankle with, like, the big cannonball or whatever tying them down. And, like, change, being, like, a scared of change, being that thing that's holding you back. Um, Because, for me, change can be, like, super scary, and, like, you might not want to try something new. You might not want to be with someone or, like, make a new friend or, in this Mm -hmm. case, like, maybe go from friends to something more um, Mm -hmm. because you're too scared. And he's, like 
don't let that change hold you back from like trying this out, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. Cause I think the way that it was phrased was like, kind of like, um, the change already happened in my mm-hmm. mind. I like read it as like the change already happened and it's holding them back. But I definitely see like their fear of changing is holding them back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think that's pretty inspirational. Just be like, don't, you know, don't let them yeah. tie you down. But then what do you think of the tell me you believe in that? I was unclear about that. Um, I think that it's, it's like, I mean, I don't know what it means, like, 100%, but it definitely adds to, like, desperation thing, which, like, please, mm-hmm. like, tell me you believe that you can, like, change, or you can go forward, and, like, you won't let them, mm-hmm. like, tie you down, mm-hmm. um, and it's maybe, like, kind of, um, like, they're kind of seeing the other person, um, being, like, you know, tied down and, um, held back, and they want them they know their potential and they like see the potential mm-hmm. other person, but they want them to like make the like scary leap and change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause it would have almost made sense if it was tell me you believe in this, but like that and that yeah. are more closely fitting. But I feel like, yeah. yeah, it could have the same vibe as that. Yeah, definitely. Um, so then we just end on the chorus and it's the same, like it was, but um, it just ends with, I wish I could be there now twice, which I thought mm-hmm. was, you know, a good, like, kind of um, almost melancholy way to end the song. But I think that it kind of fits because um, the whole song is kind of, like, ups and downs, like, what could have been, what isn't, mm-hmm. um, what will be. It's kind of just, like... Uh, I feel like so many of 1D songs are like that. Yeah, They're yeah, like, in this, yeah. like like middle sort of murky space and you don't really mm-hmm. it's like a it's a point of change or a point of like decision where something like sort of on the edge of something that makes sense though because like thinking about like um where they are in their lives like one mm-hmm. or like let's see like 19 to 21 just uh you know when they were writing those their own songs um that's definitely a point where like a lot of things are changing and like that's when mm-hmm. you're kind of everyone's emotions are like crazy and just wild mm-hmm. and um, there's something like tied down. You're kind of trying to figure out your place in the world. I'm still trying to figure out my place in the world. I'm 21. Obviously, I'm going to be trying to figure it out for a while to come. But um, I think that it makes sense because, like, I feel like older artists could, like, look back on their past. But, like, 1D is kind of, like, in their present. Like, there's not much to look mm-hmm. back on except for, like, their childhood, which they've sung about. But I feel like they're kind of just, like, in the place where they're, like, really trying to pin it down. But they're not far enough in the future to, like, really look back and like reflect and like understand like oh that's why this happened like oh that's why I felt like that so it does Mm -hmm. make sense that a lot of their songs are like that Mm -hmm. I like that explanation thank you I also felt Um, like this chorus bit um was a little bit more stripped back than the other ones yeah yeah like and I really like that it like cut from the uh bridge to this and I think there was that pause again that you talked about earlier and it's sort of like and also, like, at the beginning of this, it took away the drums. Um, so I was, like, anticipating the drums to come back in. Uh, and then they did come back in. And it was, like, and then it ended more, like, strongly. But, like, the first little bit of this um, was pretty stripped back, which I like. Mm. You do have an ear for music. I feel like I never notice all these instrument changes and stuff. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, there is a drum. But you, like, notice, like, when they come in and come out. So, you know, that's something oh, to be you. proud of. Um, so then we're going to get into like the music analysis, unless you, do you have any final thoughts? Cause I feel like I just cut you off. No, nope, I don't. Okay, cool. So how do you think this song fits in with the rest of the album, like sound wise and lyric wise? 
That's a hard question because the album is so eclectic. I don't think yeah. I could... I'm not, like, bringing up anyone's coming right to my head now that I'm like, oh, that sort of fits with this, you know? I think yeah. a couple songs like Drag Me Down and Perfect might go together. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess Olivia bit and they yeah, are next someone. to each other because, like, they do have that sort of older vibes. Well, I mm-hmm. think... Olivia's more Beatles and What a Feeling's more like Fleetwood Mac ABBA sounding. Um, They do have some, they do sort of stick together in that they sound older and not so current time. Mm -hmm, Um, I agree. Maybe like History a bit too has some older vibes in it. Um, But I don't know if there's any that sort of go on the same vein as this. Like Temporary Fix and Never Enough sort of have a similar sound. You know, It, it is kind of like a standout in the album, which I think is why we like it a lot. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think lyrically it does play on to sort of nostalgic vibes. Mm -hmm. And I think also just like the sound, I think more so the sound plays on to that whole nostalgic vibe that we always talk about in like every single song off Made Mm -hmm. in the AM. So that definitely fits. Um, Which is interesting because we were just talking about how like they're in the midst of their life. And so it's weird that they would be nostalgic for, Mm -hmm. But it's like nostalgic about the change almost. yeah. Exactly. There has, like, there is, are things to be nostalgic about. Like, I'm nostalgic and I'm only 21, so it's not, like, decades that I have to look back on. Actually, there literally is two decades to look back on, but, like, you know, um, that is weird. Jesus. Um, I don't know where I was going with that. I don't remember at all. Um, But, yeah. Um, So, musical analysis. Instruments. We have the (laughs) chimes, which I'm a big fan of. I have that in all caps. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like, I was trying to think of, like, all the different like tiny instruments not tiny instruments but like instruments that aren't used that much but I feel like really enhance a song I feel like chimes and harmonicas mm-hmm. really enhance songs wait was harmonica in this more. one absolutely not but like I'm just saying in general <laughs> I just love a harmonica you know <laughs> um, yes. uh, so guitar drum the cymbals I could definitely hear um mm-hmm. which gave it that more like metallic cool like almost chime-like effect mm-hmm. um and definitely the harmonies like their their vocals w- were an instrument in this song yeah. um which I thought were like really amazing uh truly incredible um I think that's like when you you know you have a boy band like you're gonna you have to make use of the harmonies because that's like you know the whole point of having more than one person to like mm-hmm. have different sounding voices um were there any instruments that I missed out on um, I just sort of have some, like, feel words for the music. Um, okay, I said those. technology feel, sound waves that make me think of a wire. Um, like, I was thinking of, like, if you have a wire and you pull it, and it sort of, like, goes... Mm. You know? Oh, like, that was that... a perfect description. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and, like, you can sort of see it waving back and forth, and it, like, slowly comes to a stop. And, like, you can almost imagine the sound waves coming off of that. Yeah. that's what uh what a feeling sounds like to me and like I feel like it works well because it is through the wire and so it has that feel of like a wire being plucked and then like shaking back to stillness oh, uh, I love that like, seeing the sound waves in the air with your mind mm. yeah interesting um and then for influences, um, definitely Fleetwood Mac I'd say and they even like mentioned them um mm-hmm. and I was looking into like Fleetwood Mac's like sort of genre I guess um and they were considered like soft rock and soft rock usually used um acoustic or at least like in the 70s usually used acoustic instruments placed and placed an emphasis on melody and harmonies which I feel like fits this song to a Mm -hmm. t 
Um, and in general, like 70s style music, I mean, you can't really like completely like pinpoint an entire like decade of music into like one box. But I'd say like for like the 70s in general, this gives me a 70s vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, uh, in progressive rock, which is uh, what Pink Floyd apparently is under um, and a bunch of other bands, um, lyrics were sometimes conceptual, abstract or based in fantasy, which also I feel like fit with this song a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, not as much as like, say, like a lot of Pink Floyd songs or anything. Um, but I think that there are definitely some abstract Mm-hmm. Um, images in this especially like yeah moments definitely like snapshots here um, mm-hmm. which I thought was pretty cool and definitely just the overall like sort of like fantastical vibe to this song yeah I would love to like pull out songs like I don't know which song specifically like in ABBA that remind me of them or and now I'm even thinking of like Simon and Garfunkel because they focus so much on the harmonies um, mm-hmm. I really wish like current music did that as well um, yeah I know I feel like it's not there's so much like production on a lot of music these days that you don't get to hear that as much. Um, yeah. It's not the focus. So I'm glad like one day bringing it back to that. And I hope I'm hoping with Harry that he does more of that type of stuff since he is so influenced by like Fleetwood Mac. Um, yeah. That he like brings back the harmonies being a focal point. I know. I definitely think that'll be like more instrumental focused than mm-hmm. like, um, I, and I think that's, like, why we like this song so much, because it definitely seems more instrumental-focused and, like, the, like, vocal-focused than, like, mm-hmm. perfect, say. Yeah. Um, I feel like, for me, this song gives me the same vibes that, like, Dreams by Fleetwood Mac gives. Just, like, yeah. sort of just, like, you feel like you're in the night sky and just, like, kind mm-hmm. of floating and just, it's yeah. always magical and it just, like, like sends shivers down your spine. Like, there's something that's, like, we'll never get old about that song mm-hmm. and we'll never get old about this song and I just... I definitely see the comparisons between the two. Yeah, it feels like there's something almost not solid about them. There's no, like, yeah. tangibleness. It's always sort of, like, wisping away. I don't know. Yeah, very dreamy, if you will. Yeah. Um, okay, so favorite lyric. Hmm. Uh, I'm looking through them now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really do, like, the sky fell down, but you've got stars in their eyes, especially after what you said. Mm. Um, and also the, what a feeling to be a king beside you. I think those are really beautiful. Yeah, definitely. I definitely agree with um, the king one. And also when the air ran out and we both started winning wild, mm. the sky fell down. I liked, I liked that entire line. I just yeah. think that's beautiful. Like with all those different, like kind of like weird images that you wouldn't like put together necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I really liked that one. Yeah, those um, are really pretty. Uh, rating out of 10. <laughs> uh, I really, we need to go back. If someone were to go back and to uh, get our ratings for us for every song, that would be so helpful because I, I, we also have put like a lot of space in between each of them. So it's like hard to be like, oh, last week I rated this, I this. So like, I know I rated Olivia 10, but it's hard to be like, what did I give like perfect? And what did I give? Yeah, whatever. that's so true. Do we even, like, dissect perfect? We did. We so. did. Okay. It was a long time yeah. ago. So, like, I if I gave it, like, a nine and then I'm giving this one, Heck like, no, somewhere no close, then it's going to be really not okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I said a 9.3. <laughs> okay. That's fair. Um, I'm really glad that we can do points, but I'm going to give this a solid 10 and I'm just going <laughs> to go out there on, on a limb and just freaking give it a 10 because nice. like, what other song am I going to give a 10? Like right. if I'm not going to give my favorite song a 10, right. so exactly. 
And that's like how I'm going to judge it is like what a feeling is like my gold standard. Mm-hmm. And so it deserves that 10. There yes, you go. Very this nice. is the first time that I haven't felt I'm like really scared to like give a number. When once Harry's album comes out, we're gonna have to be like, okay, this one gets an eleven. This one gets oh, a twelve. Jesus Christ, I know. <laughs> Every song. We're gonna have gonna to like. A, we're gonna need a new scale. <laughs> I know. I was gonna say that, but then we're just gonna like keep on like busting that scale. I was like, oh, can we do it out of a hundred? But like, no, that wouldn't work because we'd just give I it like a hundred. So. <laughs> I know it'd be like in the nineties the entire time. We're gonna have to be yeah. like a. Because, uh, like, the the distance between 9 and 10 is going to have to expand. It's going to have to be, like, an infinity in that distance so that you can do, like, 9.433334. Oh <laughs> like, we have to get really specific with these numbers so they can all be up there but, like, still have a big enough difference between songs. Or instead of rating out of 10, we, like, rate them in, like, shapes or something. Oh, my or, like, God. like, stickers or, like, oh. colors. That would be the best. That was what, like, my mom would always say if one of us kids were like, who's your favorite or who do you love the most? She'd be like, well, I love you the purplest or I love you, like, oh. the pinkest. So, like, that you could have a, a thing, but it was never, like, a rating, you know? Wow, that's definitely us with Harry songs. Yeah. <laughs> God, I can't wait until we get some of his songs and we get to pick which ones we love best. That's going to be the most amazing feeling. I cannot believe that, like, we live in a world that we're going to get, like, solo Harry music. I know. Oh, it's so brilliant. I'm so excited. God. I know, and it's, like, just seeming more real and real because, like, Niles was just, like, so good, his first single, and it, like, is really happening, so it's, like, not something that's, like, just a distant future that we're just making up for ourselves like it's actually real and existing so brilliant i'm so excited um did you want to do a music video thing or did you have any ideas for one um i feel like you've described so many nice things with the stars i really like that imagery of like what i was saying about like the people running around sort of like running on a hill and then falling down and like the sky being twisty and then it like somehow falling and pouring into their eyes like I don't know. That would be so cool. And like also the I disco know. things you mentioned, it would, it could be something that like incorporates all of that, like sort of exactly. dreamy like, and like you're in like the room dancing, but then it goes off into this other world and like, it's mystical. Um, I don't know. Oh. There might have to be like some like drawing cartoon involved with the sky falling. Yeah. Just, I was just you know, thinking that. Mm-hmm. just think it could be really cool. Yeah. And I was thinking like the entire thing could be set in the seventies and like, just thinking of like, sort of like bell sleeves and like bell bottoms Mm. and just kind of like all flowy and I'm thinking like a fog machine would definitely be in that basement (laughs) party um and just like one of those like disco lights that like have the different colors everywhere Mm -hmm. and just kind of everything's just kind of I don't know just flowy and just carefree and definitely those beads on that doorway because that just really that's how the how the entire sequence opens up for me at least someone like opening the like like the little like dangly things I hope people know what I'm talking about because I don't know they're like beads that hang off Doors. Instead of like a door, um, like a door frame, I guess. Mm-hmm. And you, it just like all the way down to the floor. So it's like this cool thing that you like walk into. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, and it has to be like, did you ever watch the My Youth video, Choice Yvonne? No, Jesus. What is I wrong with me? Hannah. I, I know. I feel like that is a good um, like party vibe, but like mm. sort of that vibe, but for like 70-ish style. Unlike yeah. like the Midnight Memories party vibe, I, I feel know. like had like some weird disco light or something, but it was just so bad. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like it would be like a party where everyone is just like having a great time, and it's just like a bunch of friends. So it's not like it's not like a huge house party. It's like yeah. sort of like a gathering, more yeah. like, in my personal opinion. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Um, so that's our what a feeling uh, discussion all wrapped up in a nice little package. Yeah, um, that was so good. I'm so glad we got to do that one finally because I know you've been waiting for so long to do it. And I think we did a really yeah. good job. And I was listening to it today and I was just like, this song goes off and it will forever just be so good. And I can't mm-hmm. wait to just play it on repeat at my wedding one day. <laughs> just like, that's the only song that plays. So get used to it. Oh um, God, thinking of my wedding playlist, wow. if I do get married, there are just so many songs that I need. I know. Because I, I love like, same. often like when I go home, I'll just like play music and my sister and I will like dance around and sing to each other. And it ends up being like hours and hours that we're just like standing around singing and dancing. And it's like the best time ever. So, yes. like, just to have, like, an appropriate time to do that and blast music with, like, proper speakers would just be fun. And also, like, forcing everyone to listen to the music yeah. that you like. Like, exactly. that sounds perfect and no one me. has a choice. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, hello. <laughs> um, but, yeah, um, let's get into our recommendations of the week. What are your recommendations for this week for us? Well, you've put yours in mine, so I put mine in yours. Um mine is to- oh whoops oh wow okay yeah <laughs> I, I didn't know what you meant I by like, that but yeah I know you because <laughs> you paused and I was waiting for you to react um, <laughs> um but yeah because I looked at this and I was like I don't remember recommending this ever <laughs> like was it did she copy this from somewhere I really don't know what this is um but my my recommendation is to go look up I've been tweeting about this um Christian Burroughs on YouTube he auditioned for the X Factor UK um and this is going to be some spoilers so if you don't want to hear if you're not caught up caught up like skip forward um but he didn't make it through to uh he made it through to judges houses but he didn't make it through to live shows which I think is like the biggest mistake they made I honestly thought like he could have been one of the top contenders to win the entire X Factor um, so I really, really don't know why they didn't put him through and they put some other guy through that I didn't think deserved it as much as he did. He just has like mm. such a unique voice and he's a singer songwriter, like mm. so good with lyrics. It's unbelievable. Like Ed Sheeran level type stuff. And he's 19. Um, wow. and he ended up singing an original song for his audition and there's on his YouTube, he has another original song called London Eyes. That's just so pretty. Um, and I'm like obsessed with him and I need more music and his voice is just crazy. So go watch like him at boot camp for X Factor, his original audition and for his at judges houses. And then go just look up Christian Burroughs on YouTube and go to his channel and watch his solo music. Cause it's so, so good. Um, also I'm really into Matt Terry, who's on X Factor this season. Um, I think he's really talented. He has a couple songs on his YouTube and you can watch his X Factor auditions and stuff. He has a really wide range. Plus he like looks identical to Louis Tomlinson, which is like really creepy, scary. You have to look him up, Kara. Just Google Matt Terry, Louis Tomlinson, uh, Sugarscape, because they have a good photo of them together. Wait, I'm doing that right now. Yeah. It's so creepy. And, like, the more I watch him... uh, Wait, what the heck? (laughs) The more he looks like him. Like, it is creepy, isn't it? Are you looking at the picture that's... Yeah, this is... This is actually really wild. Like, the hair is, like, very, Uh like, early... Like, maybe 2013, Mm 2014-ish. Like, he looks like a younger... Like, a two-year younger version. This is weird to me. It's super (laughs) weird. But if you look at him... um, And, like, this isn't the only picture. He's, like... Uh, and ha- scroll down because honestly, it's so yeah, strange. And he has a very yeah, similar sort of style to Louis with his like jean jacket and um Whoa. stuff. 
but it's like the nose is really smile. similar the the yeah. lip the not the lips the the teeth are super similar yeah um and the eyes are really similar the facial and like hair the facial hair tan skin hair it's just all too weird and oh my god it's odd but i really love it because he's also really attractive um <laughs> but he's got an amazing voice and i think he's gonna win um because i think he's the best that they have and like if you look online i thought he was gonna win I mean, it's only been one live show, but, like, if you look at the odds online, they, like, make prediction of who's going to win. Um, and he's got, like, a 5-4 to four chance of winning, while, like, other contestants have, like, a 50-1 to one chance and stuff. So, oh, jeez. Um, yeah, I think he's going to win. But we will see. He's also really good, but I really, really loved Christian Burroughs. Um, mm-hmm. And then my third thing I want to mention was the Little Mix album coming out, I think, November 18th. Uh, I'm so excited for that. But their new song is coming out in two days called Shout Out to My Yes. Uh, and I'm so ready to listen to that. And they're going to perform it live on X Factor 2. So that's super exciting. And I'm just like ready for a little mix. I don't know how they can step it up from their last album. but like I know. So will. good. Get Weird was perfect. Yeah. It really was. And their new album is called Glory Days. So, And I love the um, the color scheme. It's all like these like sunset pinks and stuff, mm. which is really pretty. So I'm ready and for all it all incredible on the album like cover so i'm just excited um my recommendation is um one of the albums that my dad has recommended to me in the past actually it wasn't during this weekend but like last year i think um but i just started getting into that back into them um it's a band called spirit and um the album that i've been listening to is just like self-titled it's called spirit it's from 1969 no 1968 um and i just think it has a really cool vibe um the lyrics are all kind of um either like like political uh like this one called fresh garbage which sounds weird <laughs> as heck but it's like very environmentally based and you like would love a song called fresh garbage <laughs> i love it man it's it's a tune honestly and i also like really like uncle jack and water woman they're all just like very interesting like kind of trippy vibes um like lyrically and i don't know if you're needing some new music and you like that kind of stuff um definitely go listen to it because I don't know it just is really interesting there's a bunch of different um different like types of songs in the album like they sometimes use like sitar which apparently is a uh common thing in like psychedelic music of that time Mm. um I was like reading up on like 70s and 60s and music like tropes I guess um which is very interesting to do and I kind of want to do that more um but yeah definitely go check out the album spirit um from the band spirit so yeah wait where are they from um i'm not sure okay <laughs> either it's probably like america or like the uk mm-hmm. i'm gonna have to add that to my list yep <laughs> how's that fit going did you ever get further in it no yeah. i need to go back to that i know because really i started good what, what really part like are you at? Have you gotten anywhere? Because, like, I know you're going to get to a part where it just you can't put it down. Like, it gets addictive. I only read the first chapter. Okay. Well, you need to go farther than that. So I know. I'm, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Oh, jeez. I forgot I was hosting. <laughs> I was like, I could okay, take over, but. <laughs> um, what is your tweet of the week? Um, so mine's not really a tweet of the week. This is more of a recommendation again. <laughs> But it sort of is. Um, I know a couple times ago, a couple episodes ago, I mentioned a drawing of Harry and Emma being sort of turned into witches. Did you say Emma? No. Did I say Emma? I've said Gemma. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. 
maybe it came out um but like turned into witches from that one photo of them at the um another man launch um yeah and i said it was raw sketch but i need to take that back and actually it was a lula wings a l u l a wings on instagram i think they have a tumblr as well Mm -hmm. um but if you just there's like a really a lot of cute um drawings that they post they're like all these like cute sketches and the one i wanted to say so instagram post not a tweet was harry like walking around in like a, a really cute outfit and a collar and a long coat and he's got sparkly boots on and it says i walk around like everything's fine but deep down inside my glitter boot my sock is falling off um, oh. <laughs> and i thought that was really cute so go check out all their art cuz it's awesome Wow. Yeah, I saw that. I did see that one because I was confused and I wanted to see the witchy, um, you know, styles, siblings, Mm -hmm. but I'm glad. Um, My tweet is from, it's just like, I want everyone to go look at Niall's um, cute handwriting. Um, (laughs) And um, at 1D Scoop posted like the um, handwritten uh, newsletter from Niall so definitely go like look at that and read it and just absorb how cute his handwriting is and just like his cute little message um, I was kind of having a time just like thinking about how cute it would be if Niall like put that in a bottle and like sent it out to sea oh and God. just like thought that that was the way to like get it out to all his fans um, I and bet then his, someone like, team- would find it though I mean, I was thinking his team would have to go in after he had left the beach and, like, scoop it up and then, like, photocopy it. And he's like, wow, I just, like, can't believe, like, my fans, like, somehow found out my, like, found my message. They're the best oh fans in the world. And like, I feel like team, that like, is, like, sorry, I keep cutting you off. Finish your sentence. No, it's fine. Um, oh, I was just saying, I, I don't remember. <laughs> okay, go on. <laughs> um, uh, this, that seems like the perfect, like, crack fic that people write, you know, that's, like, so <laughs> random and weird and crazy. It reminds me of, um, what is it? The Box of Matches one? What's the title? Yes, Me and You and the Box of Matches. Yeah, oh my god. If you haven't read that so fic, just, that is like laugh out loud. Hilarious. I know, funny. I have to go read it again. And like, so you, it's like, you almost don't imagine that you can pair such stupid things and for it to work, but it really works. Um, and that it's scene that so you just funny. described to me uh, seemed like something that would happen. Like, like Harry would be like, oh God, have to go get Niall's bottle from like the bottom of the ocean again. <laughs> and like, they all keep it from Niall. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Now I want us to write a crack fake, honestly. Oh, no. <laughs> That'd be fun. Um, so that is it. Um, we would love to hear what you thought about the show and your opinions on anything and everything we discussed today. Please feel free to send us news stories or anything One Direction related you'd like to hear us talk about on future episodes. Um, but thank you for listening to episode 70 of Talk Direction. You can follow us on Twitter at talk underscore direction. You can email us at talkdirection or no talkdirection at gmail.com. You can follow us on Tumblr. Um, where we are talkdirection.tumblr.com and I'm been like I started uh, posting show notes again so you can Woo! find the links to our recommendations and stuff um, and I'll try to find a link for the League of their uh, League of their own episode and try to post it on there too um, we are also on Instagram where we're just talk direction and you can follow us individually on Tumblr uh, nope on Twitter I am Kara underscore pond and Caitlin what are you also Kara's the C Jesus I'm a mess <laughs> yeah okay Caitlin what are you <laughs> I am Caitlin I.R. Foster, and Caitlin is spelled C-A-I-T-L-I-N. Um, and I also wanted to mention and compliment Kara on the 
the Talk Direction Twitter. She's been doing some cool stuff, um, changing our, like, photo that goes up the top of our Twitter, and it's oh, awesome. Um, and just, like, all the fun stuff you've been doing with, like, that uh, listener write-in stuff. There's just the art has been really Thank pretty. You. And it, like, brings me back to the days when, before Talk Direction, when we were planning and we, like, went to Barnes & Noble and, like, we're mm-hmm. all, like, business savvy and, like, planning out the episode, like, how, I mean, all the, like, art that was going to work and, like, all yeah. this stuff. And just, like, brings those, like, passionate feels up again of, like, this is something we created and, like, let's keep working on it type thing, so. Yeah, definitely. I had, like, um, I don't know, like, the other, when I was, during fall break, I was up at, like, you know, I don't know if this is, like, for other people, but I get, like, very creative in the middle of the night, which is frustrating because mm-hmm. that's when my brain, like, naturally wants to be awake and I don't want to be awake then, but that's when my brain wants me to be creative and do things, like, from 12 a.m. to 4, p- 4 a.m. That's, like, my mm-hmm. creative time, so I just, like, wanted to do all these like graphic design stuff or not graphic design is very loose terminology but like new different like graphics for um talk direction stuff so that's been fun um and yeah don't forget to write in for our um listener spotlight thing you can do that either like twitter or tumblr or um or email whatever is easiest for you and our questions are on instagram and uh twitter so you can just go look at them there if you forgot what they were um, but yeah, you can also go to audible trial, audible slash talk direction for your free audiobook, which is always a fun time. Hopefully Zane's will be there in a few months. Oh, that'll be um, so good. that will be fun and great. Um, so yeah, be sure to rate and review and subscribe on iTunes. We're just talk direction over there. And also we're on SoundCloud and you can download the episode or listen to it on um, SoundCloud. Um, but I've, I'm Kara. I've said I've been Kara. I have been Kara and I will continue to be Kara. I'm Caitlin. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time for episode 71. Bye. Bye.